0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Tastic Nerds. I'm Justin Vaughn, joined as always by Jay and Tyler Gibson. Hi! Alright, in this week's episode we decided we're going to talk about NCIS, since we all know a little bit about that show. Because uh, I'm personally obsessed with the show. Tyler's seen a bunch because of our dad.
1: I-, I was forced to binge watch it with my father.
0: Jay's just seen it because he liked the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anytime NCIS comes on, he goes, Tyler, NCIS is on. Fuck, okay, give me a minute, I'm going there a minute. I do so, right,
0: right, got a question though. Are we gonna talk just solely about NCIS, or the off ones too?
1: Uh, we can do New Orleans. I haven't seen Hawaii yet. Hawaii's not bad. It's not bad. I, I've seen part of it. Uh, but I mean, like yeah, I
0: saw that Los Angeles. Uh, uh, I, don't no, care, no. I didn't I don't fuck either.
1: with that because I'm, I'm like, Dad. There is not a fucking naval base in L.A. Uh, I, I just don't like it.
0: I didn't care for it at all. But New Orleans is great. Yes. Yeah, I love New Orleans. All right, but first, before we start, Tyler's going to read out of her book.
1: Yeah, The pistol shrimp can make a noise so loud it can shatter glass.
0: Huh.
1: First off, the fuck's a pistol shrimp?
0: Well, obviously, the shrimp.
1: Okay, but what does it look like? <laughs> like a pistol?
0: <laughs> That's know. what I'm thinking.
1: Um, the tallest president was Abraham Lincoln at six foot four inches.
2: That's live. His hat was part of that. Oh, I
1: don't
0: know.
2: <laughs> he was pretty tall.
0: Um, you know, the bad thing is, like, everybody makes him out like he was, like, super fucking tall. And really, that's just average height for most people.
2: Well, nowadays, yes, yeah, Back yeah. then it wasn't. I know.
0: Was.
1: Um, the average four-year-old asks more than 400 questions a day. I believe that. Yeah, I, I can vouch for that.
0: A- anybody that's ever been around a four-year-old, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. That's very easily believable.
1: Squirrels usually live longer in captivity than wild 15 or... Or, or then the wild... 15 or 20 years versus often only one year.
2: That's a pistol shrimp.
1: The fuck? It's a pistol <laughs> shrimp. That, that, that's not a shrimp. It's a lie. Every U.S. president has warm glasses or contact lenses. Okay.
0: We'll see how most of them are old. I believe that.
1: Every U.S. president has at least one sibling. None have been an only child. Okay. Who the fuck? I, I, I did. Did the research for that. Oh, I'm sure there's out there. Um, tuna can swim at a steady rate of nine miles per hour for an indefinite period of time, and then they never stop moving because they need a continental flow of water across their gills to breathe. Hmm. That was a fucking mumble of mindfuckery there. <laughs> It's they, they, and, and why would you have they and they with indefinite in the same fucking sentence? Whatever. The world's smallest painting was painted on a grain of corn. Wow.
0: Imagine how long that took. Yeah. And how, big, how small a brush that had to be.
1: Um, it took Leonardo da Vinci 12 years to paint the Mona Lisa's lips.
0: Yeah, I believe that.
1: He had no
0: life. You also know the person that commissioned that painting never received it. That's a fun fact about the painting.
1: Wait, what? How'd they not receive it?
0: Because he never gave it to him. Oh. They commissioned it, paid for it, and he just never gave it to him.
1: So it could still be in its original spot.
0: No. Arthur died. They found it. They put it in a museum.
1: Well, you know what I mean.
0: But yeah, they they never received it
1: shit uh the most money that can be lost in one trip around a monopoly board is $26,000 and f- 26,040 dollars that's a lot of money holy shit uh, but charlie brown's father is a barber really how does that work when charlie brown is basically bald
0: i yeah. just i never knew that i mean cuz he never talks about about
1: his parents No. all right you good do you,
2: you know they're uh, making another NCIS? NCIS really? Sydney?
0: Oh, Jesus. Really? They wasn't Australia, apparently.
1: Well, they're probably trying they to... They need to, to
0: quit doing all those <laughs> and go back to New Orleans. No <clears throat> Orleans. God damn it, they need some more fucking New Orleans episodes, man.
1: New no <laughs> Sorry, I played a lot of Leopard 2 recently, and every time Coach says, New Because
0: if you're from there, it's not New Orleans.
1: New Alright. I also played a lot of Red Dead 2 recently.
0: So. NCIS. Yeah. Alright, hold on. Favorite NCIS team?
1: Oh, shit. That's fucking hard.
2: Out of all of them? Yeah, out NCIS all of them. NCIS itself.
0: Out of the, out of the NCIS itself first. And then you can go, like, your favorite New Orleans team. Oh,
1: shit. Well... All together would have to be. I'm sorry, I hate fucking saying this. The Gibbs, Ziva, Dinozo, and McGee. Abby, and Ducky, and yeah. Palmer. Yeah, I agree with
2: that. I like Kate, though, too.
1: Yeah, but once you pissed off Ziva on that show, it's like Morgan in Criminal Minds. You done fucked up. It,
0: it, it's not even that for me. Kate was very condescending towards Dinozo, where Ziva is a lot more playful towards Dinozo. And it seems like you know they actually have chemistry. Where yeah. Kate and him just right. well, of I like heads.
2: Kate too, but overall it had to be. It would have to be Ziva McGee. See, it's my issue is Genoso, between
1: them, and then it, with Gabe,
2: Abby, Ducky, and
1: Pride, Bob. LaSalle, and them, the original from the very first season before they killed off LaSalle in New Orleans. I, I like.
2: I like. I like, uh. The newer one's good too, but
1: the originals were fine. Pride,
2: LaSalle. Gregoria. Gregoria. Uh. That was a black chick's
1: name. Or Loretta? If you're talking about. No, that.
2: not Loretta. She's the, uh. Morgan. Like, I'm talking about her. i about the agent.
0: Fuck, what is her name? Like, I just had I
2: had it in the LaSalle and her kind of had a thing going.
0: Yeah, they called
2: each other... I can't think of her name.
1: Give me a minute.
0: And
2: the original chick that was with them, too. Brody. Brody. I liked her.
1: Yeah, Brody was good.
0: As part of the team. You know, okay, my issue with... Okay, obviously I didn't start watching New Orleans for a while. Talked to all of them were out. But... They changed... The... Their building. So, like, you've seen it in NCIS... It was just that one that Oh, one Sonja
1: room. Percy whatever? Percy. Sonja. Yeah. Sonja Percy. Cuz now they have um
0: He says Sonja. Well, that's, Sonya. How that's how it's that's
2: how That's how you spell Sonja. Sonja. Whatever, you know what I mean.
0: Sonja Percy, Sal, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh Look, here man, it looks my fa- one of my favorite agents so is Sebastian. Sebastian yeah, Sebastian. Oh, man, he is such a he is such mm-hmm. an undercover badass in that show. Oh, oh well, he, he starts out as just the you know the, the nerdy fucking lab guy, but
2: he becomes a badass mm-hmm. as the show goes. Like
0: before he becomes an agent, he just for no reason he just jumps in the back of a truck. Of somebody <laughs> that kidnapped him
2: oh, yeah. with the
0: tablet so they could track him instead of just yeah. tossing the tablet in there.
2: Yeah, then blows the fucking truck up <laughs> to to lead him to where he's at. Like when they, when they the people kidnapped him, you use him to break the dude out of prison. Yeah. He blows the truck up so they can find him.
0: <laughs> just, his it's mindset, just,
2: wow. Oh, he becomes a badass, man. Yeah.
1: So, I was on TikTok recently, and an NCIS scene popped up of Abby going, Gibbs, can I hit him? And, like, explaining the whole scene of what happened. And he goes, Abby. And she just goes, "Wow!" And I'm like, fucking love that scene. Dude, is one of my
2: all-time favorite characters. Oh, dude.
1: absolutely. Dude. dude, she is classic. Oh, my God. Just the fact that she goes, Gibbs, can I hit him? And then like the whole situation went down, and she was explaining it, and she goes, "Her and Gibbs goes, Abby," and she just goes, whap! And I'm like, "One badass. of my
2: favorite scenes was when talking about her sleeping in a coffin, and McGee's like, I slept in a coffin.'" And she goes, "You did more than that." Than that.
1: Um, or another good one is the like there's the scene of them chasing the guy down the hallway or whatever, and someone did the like the run fast for your brother TikTok sound <laughs> of the guy running away from him. Ah. Uh. Actually, you know, one of my
0: favorite episodes though it doesn't doesn't have donozo, It's after he left. It's when it's when that other chick leaves. Because you know, for a while it's Torres and that other chick. Yeah. With Bishop and McGee and Gibbs, it's after she had left, and they were investigating a, uh, obviously a sailor's death, and his kid was up on the roof, up on the ledge. Could, Trying to commit suicide, and Jimmy just runs up and he grabs him, and they sit down. And they're talking, and like Jimmy talks about, you know how when he's at his lowest point, and he didn't have anywhere else to go, it was Gibbs that actually gave him the words he needed. When everybody else is like, "Oh, I'm really sorry," it was Gibbs that gave him the motivation to try again for kids, and says how Gibbs don't really hug him, how nobody knew he passes. Medical examiner's license, so he's technically a doctor. Nobody knew. Yeah. Because he didn't tell anybody. Right. He didn't want to mess up their dynamic. But it like reveals a lot about Jimmy. It's like, damn, I didn't know that. I remember that
2: episode.
0: It was really deep and as soon as he gets him off that ledge, Gibbs just hugs him. Which startles Jimmy because he (laughs) doesn't get hugged by Gibbs.
1: But it's like damn <laughs> so then intended of that statement when he said about Gibbs not hugging him is now invalid. That's that's why though.
0: But Gibbs didn't know. know. Because, like he wasn't listening to it. Like he didn't know about the about Jimmy passing his bar or, or his exam and yeah, all that and stuff.
2: Jimmy didn't tell nobody. He wasn't
0: around to hear that part. But when he walked back in, Abby looked at him and he goes, Gibbs, I I think Jimmy needs a raise. <laughs> and they explained why. And he goes, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> <laughs> Not the exact them words, but you know, it's just like, damn, man. That's, that's one of my favorite episodes. I'm almost to it because I start watching it again. I'm almost to that episode. So, <coughs> if we're
1: going on favorite team from the original NCIS, it would have to, like I said, already be Gibbs, Ziva, Donozo, McGee, Abby, Ducky, Palmer. NCIS New Orleans is like what Jay said, which was Brody, Sonya, Lasalle, and Pride. I-
0: Here's, here's my deal, man. I didn't really care for... Sebastian.
1: The, I didn't really care
0: for Brody. She didn't really add anything to the show. No, Gregoria I mean, adds okay. shit to the show. She uh, is... Yeah.
1: For me, it's,
2: it's the same way as it like, is with Kate and... Uh, like I like Brody, but I think it was better with Gregoria.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely.
2: Overall. And then bringing Sebastian as an actual agent, just overall topped top it all. Like, like because,
0: even after somebody leaves... Like, it's still a good team because yeah. Sebastian's there. Yeah. And he actually rounds out the team really well. Yeah. And, like, him and Gregoria, they, they're they roommates together. And, like, they have that whole dynamic. Like, they're sleeping together. They're really not because she's a lesbian the whole one time. My, my, one of my
2: favorite things about it part was, was, like, when after uh, Sebastian became uh agent and, like, he chasing that guy and he sees a gun and he shoots and the guy ends up dead when well, they end up taking his badge and stuff from him, and Pride gets it back with well, him later. All that shit goes down with Pride and shit, and it, and he goes rogue and thinks he's dead and his badge is in the fire and shit. And they get his name all cleared and everything. Sebastian, cleans up his badge. and goes, "You gave me back my badge. I thought it was only fair. I give you back yours."
0: <laughs> gets Pride back his badge. See, Pride always reminded me of Gibbs.
1: yeah. yeah. He's
0: another one that doesn't mind breaking rules. And he they actually like, put him in charge of other people. It's like Actually even he broke rules even more so than Gibbs did. Yeah. Like, he he was Gibbs had a very
2: Gibbs broke rules to a, to a certain extent. Probably Gibbs above had, and beyond. Gibbs
0: but, had his own set of rules that he went by. Yeah. So he said, Know the line. Bend it. Don't break it. Yeah. So there were certain things like He'd ha- like Gibbs would have McGee do like hack into shit he shouldn't be hacking into. Yeah. Uh or like when he left the show, it was he beat he damn near beat a guy to death over killing dogs. Yeah. Rescued one of the dogs. And then gave it away. The only cool thing is the dog he rescued was a pit bull.
2: Yeah, see I didn't see all that episode. I haven't seen all that, that far yet. I mean I know about it because of my mom, but I haven't actually seen it yet.
0: But, yeah, no, my favorite was always Gibbs, Ziva, Denozo, McGee, Abby, Ducky, Ducky, Palmer. yeah, and then Vance, as director, the best director.
1: I forgot the name of the red-headed director, the chick. Uh,
0: Ginny? That was that one her
1: Yeah, Ginny. Yeah. Oh, shit. And it's gives funny, because
0: Gibbs,
2: Ginny, and Vance like Gibb had ties to Vance and Jenny. Yeah. Before that. Because not, of,
0: not as much Vance. No. As him and he Jenny, did with Jenny because him and Jenny were uh, a couple yeah, for a little
2: yeah. bit. But him and Vance had known each other f- from prior, like beginning, like early stages of NIS, like when they both yeah, were young. NIS. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It. It's crazy to think. You of, know, back when
2: Gibbs was a probie. Yeah. And his leader, his ex leader, still calls him Probe every time he sees him.
0: You know that actually. There was the other thing too. Is like Mike Franks, where he's technically not part of the team. He still kind of is part of the yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they need him, he comes throughout the entire, obviously, till he dies. Uh, but throughout the entire thing, it's like, oh man, that's actually really cool.
2: Yeah. Like it, whenever, oh, yeah. whenever Gibbs would need him, he'd call him and he'd be there.
1: Like, For you, worst CIS death of like one of the characters.
0: Uh, I don't know because
1: I have two of them. There's I been a lot. It. Uh, Kate's was bad because I mean she wasn't supposed to die. It was supposed to be Gibbs.
0: No, he intentionally killed her. Yeah, he intentionally shot her. Right, he dude, he shot her dead square in the eye. He did right. it on purpose. Yeah, that was intentional. But like when they showed that Ziva had died. Really bad, because they blew up the house she was living in Mm -hmm. with her daughter, and her daughter was supposed to be the only survivor. Granted, we all know she doesn't die; she comes back later. But the fact that you know they but for at first for a long time, she was yeah yeah. Or like Clayton Reeves, he gets shot protecting Abby, and he dies.
1: Uh, one that was hard for me was Lasalle's death.
2: Dude, I hated that they killed him off. See, I haven't seen that yet either. But I know about Saul? it, but I haven't seen that. F- I haven't seen that far.
1: Oh my god, it sucks.
0: I, actually, the one thing I can say about New Orleans, though, is that they actually bring it. They bring up a. Uh, you hit the COVID part, and you actually see what they were doing during COVID. Actually, I saw yes. I actually, I actually this, saw, I guess, I actually saw from
2: that the other morning. I was watching the other morning when I got up, and they were, like, just at the start of the pandemic. It was just starting, and they uh, had investigated death of somebody that was killed out on the ship. So Gregorio and uh, the black guy?
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot. Out, he, he becomes a team, leader, or a team member.
2: Out on the ship. And then they discover there's, like, three passengers that's in this room that are sick. That they were hiding and channel nobody about, so like right at the beginning of the, like the pandemic breakout. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you're right, that black guy you have to resolve.
0: But it's cool though because they actually show the <coughs> beginning, like what happens with the team during COVID. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, Pride's Bar, it, it's not a bar anymore. Well, it is a bar, but you know what I mean. They don't run it as a bar anymore. No they run it as. A pantry, a food pantry, Mm -hmm. which is pretty badass. And then you find out like Pride is floating his employees, so he's still paying them out of his own pocket. Jesus, like that's pretty badass. Yeah, but you don't see that same commitment in the
1: original NCIS. Yeah, Uh, it's one of the things that never crossed, that never came up. But that could have. It it they do like you do see them like
0: wearing masks stuff like that, but you actually see like I said what happens to the new Orleans team, mm-hmm. like what they're actually going through and all that kind of stuff. And That's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad they did that.
1: They're doing that in the new Halloween movie too. The newest one that's coming out. They're showing how like the pandemic actually hit them there in that fictional universe. I'm mm-hmm. like that's kind of cool and all. But then thinking about it You're getting murdered By a guy in a mask You're gonna be wearing a mask You know how hard it's gonna be For you to scream and run With that damn thing on Right <laughs> 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 Give me a minute Let me catch I gotta pull
0: my
2: mask down Take a breath <laughs> <laughs>
0: Give me a minute Before you stab me <laughs> Oh that dude ah! I don't know what's Sean about man Look when I was wearing a mask and I needed to take a breath I didn't pull my mask down I pulled it out Yeah you think someone's Gonna do this while they're running I would <laughs> Or I'd just say, fuck that mask altogether and just take the bitch <laughs> off and ruin <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that.
1: Um, they never touched up on that in the new Scream movie, but I think they should have.
0: Oh, I, I mean, it doesn't, you don't really need it. I, just, I, I was just saying, man, it's really cool that they actually did the that. Some things are doing that pandemic-style
1: flip, yeah. Because, I mean, that was such an impact.
2: Dude, Pride and his team with so, so much, much shit.
1: shit. Especially like when they lost LaSalle, the team fucking. I'm not even talking
2: about that, man, just in general. like, yeah. Well, Pride was going after the mayor, and. Like, that one do guy so that had like,
1: the cultist group or whatever that was sitting there with kids and shit with
2: guns. And Gregoria gets fucking kidnapped by her old mentor, and. Yeah. Like, they go through so much
0: shit. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with the uh, regular NCIS, you know, Gibbs team. Yeah. They go through so much shit. Tony, Tony gets fucking the plague.
1: Yeah. Should they bring
0: it down to New Orleans? To New Orleans, help with the plague? When, when they have an outbreak or whatever, the, the plague is in there. Yeah, to
1: help.
0: And he they he ask, like, what qualifies him? He goes, oh, I've had a touch with the plague. <laughs>
1: right, I've had a touch. I'm immune.
0: <laughs> but, um, but that's my thing, too, is, like, you also have, like, uh, Gibbs and McGee. Um... Go to another... And Torres, I guess. Go to another country. Save some kids. Save a Marine. Or a Navy SEAL one of the two. I can't remember which it is. But they save him. Save a bunch of kids. Get them on the plane. On the helicopter. McGee jumps off to help Gibbs. They get held captive on a boat.
2: Well, Tony and McGee are held captive when they go to try to save Ziva. Yep. That one time. That was intentional. I know. But I'm just saying... Like, they intentionally done that. It was a whole it was all set up, but
0: still. And the whole point of that was they needed Tony to do what Tony does, which is talk. Yeah. <laughs> How smart is Gibbs to think of that, though? Like, you guys go get caught. Tony, we need you to talk. <laughs> you need to do what you do best. Well, they do it a lot. Of-
1: and this time, I want Smacky in the back of the head.
2: Oh, he still does anyway. <laughs>
1: He smacks Tony so much. Mm-hmm. I like to call it the Gibbs smack. I think Tony gets smacked more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Again, the Gibbs smack, just to DeNozo.
2: You <laughs> should have renamed it to the DeNozo smack.
0: <laughs> well, Gibbs is the only one that really does it, though. Exactly. <laughs> Ziva does once and he tells her, if you ever do that again, I'm going to break your hand. or touch cut your hand off <laughs> or something like that.
1: That's why she has two hands.
0: She can still fire a gun. She was a bad bitch.
1: Yeah, she is. Well,
0: she's basically a trained assassin. But. Like I said. The dynamic another... between them two is different. Yeah. I like Dinozo getting have to go undercover for Jenny and, you know, basically fall in love with the chick that he never wanted to fall in love with to begin with.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, it's still stuff like that, like. Yeah, team's been through a lot.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying, like And with, they stayed standing. Like with the Ziva thing, like she's a bad bitch. You piss her off enough she she kick your ass. That's like how it is with Morgan in Criminal Minds. You piss him off to a certain extent. Like for example, there was an episode of that where this dude was trying to resurrect himself into a baby and tried killing himself, but before then he got stopped and he shot Morgan and Morgan immediately got back up and shot him and killed him. And I'm like, damn! That reminds me of Ziva.
2: Uh, and as much as fucking Donozo, as
0: much shit as Donozo gave fucking McGee. <laughs> oh, yeah. And even, you even see, like, after Donozo leaves, they still keep giving each other shit. How mm-hmm. did <laughs> you find out, like, no- how Donozo got his apartment so cheap? The triple homicide in it. They yeah. come find out there was actually a fourth in there that nobody knew about. Yeah. That was buried in the floor. <laughs> See another thing under McGee's bed.
1: That's right. Yeah, because
2: McGee's up with Tony's house.
1: Yeah, but um, that's another thing: is McGee's wife or girlfriend becoming paralyzed? Delilah. Yeah, yeah Delilah becoming paralyzed. Got married. Yeah, they I couldn't remember if they got married. Got married.
0: Dad. Had kids. Had twins.
2: But as much shit as Tony gave him, they are actually really close. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hey McGee, I'm leaving. You want my old place? He always Where? called him Proby. That's Pro not B. how it happened. I know, but he always
2: called him Proby. Like he never actually started calling him McGee. He always called him Proby.
1: That's right. McGee did come after Denozo.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Even after Ziva came to the team, it actually would have been the new Proby. She never. He never called her Proby. He always called McGee Proby.
0: Mm-hmm. Same with Bishop. <laughs> like, he calls her Proby a few times, but he doesn't really call her Proby as much as he does McGee. Yeah. <laughs> and but like you said I mean, they really genuinely do carry by yeah like yeah. they are brothers uh no like he ends up with, with Tony's apartment because Tony moves to Paris with his daughter mm-hmm. he sends Senior back to lease out the apartment Senior says well I want to keep it with somebody in the family and when Torres finds out and that other chick finds out that there's a triple homicide in it. Neither of them want it. <laughs> but Bishop actually wins it, but she sees that McGee needs it more, so she yeah. gives it
1: to McGee. Yeah.
0: So McGee ends up leasing it with... Delilah. Delilah, but he lease it from Tony. Yeah. So Tony still owns this place. <laughs>
1: And but they, they actually find, end up getting married in it. Then they find out about the fourth homicide. But I think they
0: should, for that, for that episode at least, they should have brought Denoso back
1: for the yeah. fourth homicide. No,
0: for the wedding, for the wedding episode, they should have brought.
1: That would have been good. Tony yeah, back. as his best man.
0: Well, wasn't Abby his best person? Yeah, but and then Gibbs was Delilah's. <laughs> A man of honor?
2: I think so. Something like that.
1: That's what I'm saying. They should have brought the nozzle back as his best man and then Abby could have been the maid of honor.
0: Oh no, everybody makes Abby their their person, man. Yeah. Everybody makes Abby that. But it was Palmer that married him.
1: <laughs> I mean he's a doctor, so well, I mean
2: Abby McGee had a special bond. Yeah. I mean So
1: that's why that kinda works. Yeah, so they well. dated
2: my own fuck but they they actually became like really good friends they fucked
1: in coffin
0: yeah but like McGee actually turns his dad's admiral stars into cufflinks yep after he does the whole letter thing talking about how he understands his dad now after his dad dies like the team itself goes through so much shit man McGee's sister Get accused of
2: murder. Yeah. So we have to solve that. See, that's kind of like how
1: it is. I know this is kind of off topic, but that's kind of how it is with Scorpion. They went through so much shit. Oh, man. Because you got to think about that show, too. They went through a lot of shit as well. But... Not I'll, as much as NCIS, but they still... I,
0: don't I'm gonna say... NCIS, you go through a lot because it was such a long-running show, so you have to keep it fresh. Like, Danosa was almost put in prison for murder. Right. That he did not commit. Because Abby's lab tech lab tech was able to frame him. Yeah. Abby goes over to fucking Mexico
2: to talk about fucking A cold case? Cold case. And finds out that Gibbs is the one that killed the motherfucker. And then she's like, What am I supposed to do? you know, like And
0: Gibbs just tells her
2: do your job <laughs> like she she like kind of stuck in a rocking hard please.
0: yeah and she does she does submit it to that little council or the task force and like that attorney just kind of buries that report just throws it under the rug yeah well she doesn't want gibbs in, tr- gibbs in trouble because she has a little thing for gibbs
1: Ooh. don't you actually
0: see him make out a couple times i believe I think you do. so do you go? Gibbs and that attorney.
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: That was Colonel Bell's attorney. And I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure you see him kiss a couple times. Yeah. And after that whole thing, came, that whole report, she just kind of disappeared.
1: She went MIA.
0: But then they actually talk about, like, Gibbs' dad dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I understand why they did. Because the actor that played him died.
1: Yeah. So, so it's the easiest way of doing it saying that his dad had passed. Instead of trying to figure out how to bring him back in the show at all. Yeah. They just. They just blunt. Hey, his dad died.
0: And, man, it was classy, man. It really was. And then, like, Gibbs just gives his dad's store away. Yeah. To his dad's worker but it was a guy he thought his dad thought a lot about and he gave him the store
1: means that Gibbs had a trust on it and said
0: just do a good job that was it
1: if not I'm coming back with a nine mil loaded and I'm on my way
0: but like dude was surprised because Gibbs took down that fucking rifle and started unloading it and dude goes he always told me that was unloaded (laughs) and Gibbs just looked down and started laughing as he's unloading it
2: (laughs) You know the other girl that played Gibbs or McGee's sister in the show, it's actually his real life step sister. Really?
1: hmm I mean, that worked out pretty well. I
2: didn't know that when I first seen the show. Uh, I like think my mom told me because my mom knows all kinds of weird fucking facts. She really does. So I looked it up and she told me that. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, true.
2: Well, I did not know that. Your mom does really know some weird ass
1: facts. She knows some random ass fucking facts about actors and actresses. And like, what the fuck? Yeah, but see, that's something that worked out. Because then you got to think about it. Not a lot of people know that. And now. Um, a lot that, of that was do. cool as hell
2: that his actual step-sister got to fight his sister in the show. I bet mean,
1: she was like, hey, now I can pick on you more on set. Yeah, ha ha! <coughs> I imagine Mark Hamill going, children, children, calm down.
2: Okay, Thackeray <laughs> Beach!
1: I really wish she would have done that on set, too. That would have been funny as shit.
2: I almost bet when I'm dead. Do you okay? I think okay. it'd been cool as hell. Like when you actually like see his like apartment, when his sister has his apartment stuff, been funny as hell. He would have a picture of a black cat. cat.
0: Just
2: or a,
1: or just a hocus pocus movie post-drug. poster or something in there. That'd
2: yeah, be great. That'd be cool as hell. Uh, <laughs> there was
1: a scene I can't remember what it was of <clears throat> someone spitting out water while they were like in the main area. That wasn't even scripted. That wasn't a scripted part of it where they spit the water out because they were laughing. That's because what was said was funny to them because they didn't expect it. So they laughed and spit their water out and try to make it nonchalant about it. I'm like, what the fuck? It so happens a
2: lot, though, in like movies and shows. Like, something that wasn't scripted ends up in there because they think it's hilarious. And yeah, it fits. Fast and the Furious. It just fits and makes it perfect in that moment. Fast
1: and the Furious with the whole baby oil and moment and shit. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: to be fair, though, they actually <laughs> refilmed that a shit ton of times. So that they that could find a joke that worked. And that was the one that worked. But... Like when he walked up and he said that, and Ludacris did that whole spit take thing. Yeah, that's it. You can't you can't get any funnier from a yeah. guy spitting out spitting water out. I mean, that's uh,
1: most things today with that. But
0: when Gibbs actually leaves, he leaves because he's on. He's suspended for almost killing that guy.
1: Yeah. He
0: comes somewhat back, but not really. But then you find out, like, Bishops, she's, her, her attention is being pulled away from on something else. And, like, nobody understands what's going on with her because she won't talk to anybody about it. And then you end up finding out why. Because Torres ends up meeting up with her. Yeah. They end up kissing. But Gibbs tells her Rule 91... When you have to, when you have to walk away, walk away.
1: That's why his boat was named Rule Ninety One.
0: And then you see his boat go
1: boom.
0: Yeah, and it was the end, of, end of the season. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, not Rule Ninety One. Look, you see his boat blow his boat blow up. <coughs> but the last shot is uh, underwater, and somebody swimming past the camera, but you can't see it's actually Gibbs. Right. So you don't know. Motherfucker be alive, motherfucker be
1: alive, we don't
0: know. Because nobody can kill Gibbs.
2: Why well, no? They tried a couple of times. Yeah.
0: Because he was living in the hospital
2: for a while, and then he'd go to therapy after he was, got killed the one time.
0: I went right back at it again. And he couldn't remember the year. He thought it was 1994.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, he motherfucker tried to kill him. He couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, that was great. Then as Susie does remember, he comes back, he comes in and walks past Tony and smacks Tony in the back of the head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you knew then that Gibbs was back. I bet Tony was enjoying that why Like, every time.
2: time some big shit like that would go down, and then a person would show back up, fucking, there's Abby running, give a hug, oh my god,
0: you're okay, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're normal.
0: Wait, right after Abby left, and they brought in Cassie. That's her name's Cassie. Uh... Gibbs come down and asked her, what's your favorite drink? She said, rum and coke.
1: And she goes, oh, you mean for work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because Abby always had, like, the... Calf Pals. Yeah. Calf Pals, man. Calf Pals. I was going to say mulate or something like that. Mom was watching the other day, and uh, it was
2: an episode when uh, Abby has that, like, assistant that ends up being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And they're drinking Calf Pals, and Timmy, Timmy he comes walking in there with two of them. One for her, and then they already have one. And then him and that guy kind of get a stand up. He's like, man, I, Tim, he's like, man, I have to drink like two of these a day.
0: <laughs> oh, that wasn't when she had an assistant. That was the. Uh... Dude, I know exactly the episode you're talking about. Because her actual only assistant she ever actually had was Chip, which tried to frame Denozo for murder. Uh, the other guy, he was only there for that one episode. He was to another branch there to protect their PC. Yeah. Or yeah. their laptop. Yeah. And he would end up being the bad guy. He was wiping the laptop yeah. and deleting the image.
2: Well, he's like, hitting on Abby the whole time and McGee was getting jealous. It's like, man, he's like, man, I take, like, ten days a
0: day. they <laughs> sucking start, <I'll> start <laughs> him down. Up. Jesus Christ. But all until tell, like, McGee when he's, like, talking about, like, Ranger Burt. Oh. Who Abby dates? Uh, that he's trying to say, oh, he's not good enough for you. You don't know anything about him, and then comes to find out, like Tinozo and Bishop did a whole background check on him for.
1: Him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still doing this. I'm trying to find to see if I could begin. Never stops being protective over. Yeah, and then
0: Gibbs like it's the over brother, it's the overprotective brother r- routines getting. This is getting old. Yeah. He still loved
2: it, but not in
0: that way.
2: It became more of, you know, it was like an older brother type thing. It was always protective over...
0: But then you also, there's one episode you actually find out that when, like, Tony's in a funk, Mickey will actually give him a task to take his mind off and cheer him up. So when, like, Dinozo's dad shows up, he's, uh, he's upset, and he's moping around, he won't get out of his PJ, stuff like that, Mickey goes give him a task take his mind off if it works for you <laughs> then, then he finds out McGee does it to him and then McGee and Bishop have to leave and like you know Tony's talking to talking to Gibbs and his dad calls and he's talking to him and Gibbs goes give him a task it always works for you it always works for McGee against you <laughs> or McGee does it for you and then he actually gives him a task which cheers him up.
2: Well, he actually helps a lot of them out because he even brings back Bishop after her divorce when she goes home. Yeah. He's like going down there, going to her house and spending that Thanksgiving with them or whatever and like, talks to her and gets her to actually come back because she mm-hmm. wasn't going to come back.
1: Yeah. Sorry, right. I like a lot of to
2: take <laughs> I like when they take that body down to New Orleans. Yep. And like, fucking Brody and then find out about Bishop's divorce she's like, you know about the divorce, don't you? Because, like, Bishop's sitting on Brody's desk, and Brody comes in there, and she's like, oh, I'm sitting on her desk. Like, oh, no, let me get you some hot tea. She goes, wait a minute, you found out I the divorce, didn't you? But
0: then comes to find out, Bishop bounces right back. And then... uh You do find out, though, you do not want to fuck with her. Sonya walks
2: in by the time she says hi to her, and then Pride comes in, he goes, we'll talk about this later
0: <laughs> to her, because he knows about it. I said, you do find out, though, after her divorce, that you do not want to fuck with her. Um, Or before her divorce, right before her divorce, like, after she finds out Jake was cheating on her. You find out, you don't want to fuck with her.
2: But then she does end up talking, or kind of talking to, I think, Brody in the car. Because, like, Brody starts trying to talk to her again, and she stops talking, and then all of a sudden, fucking Bishop's like, you know, everybody's all worried about me after divorce. You know the things are gonna change, but really, it's not. It doesn't feel that bad. She's like, he's still him. I'm still me. She's like, nothing's really changed.
1: Yep. <laughs> no. Clearly... And she's like,
2: actually, I do feel better. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like when she's down at her parents' house and she's out, she's chopping fucking wood. Have you ever tried to split logs? Yeah, just yes, have. Man, that's a killer. Yes. yes have, and guys. she's just out there fucking wham Wham! her mom brings the phone out, you need to talk to him. She sets it down and she chops that motherfucker in half. They make that shit look easy in the movies. It's not easy. Fuck no.
1: no.
2: (laughs) But in the movie, you're like, woo, don't, whoa, don't. No, it's not, no, it does not work like that. That's not true.
1: Because in the Avengers, he doesn't even chop, he just rips it in half.
2: Like, it does not work like that. Oh, man. Mm -mm. Like, I mean, believe me, I know. That shit I was
0: just doing that not that long ago. Yeah, it is not... They make it look way too easy in the movies. <laughs> I watched Eugene smack that one like ten times to split it.
1: Yeah. I'm still looking. I'm sorry. I'm still here. It's just I'm trying to find that.
0: Yeah, You're trying is. to find a TikTok we don't need to hear right
1: now? I'm not. It's related to our topic. I got to see if I saved the one that I was talking yeah, about. about yeah, I, I, I did like
0: Bishop. Bishop added a little something to the team... I like the I like Ziva a little bit better than Bishop because of her dynamic yeah. with him. Bishop adds a whole different different dynamic. I mean, yeah. it's not a bad dynamic; it's just different. I
2: like Torres.
0: It, it's better once the Nosa leaves and Torres comes in like from Torres. that team.
2: Yeah, uh, it's really weird though to see Wilmer Rama in that kind of role after you've watched him on that '70s show. On Fez, you know yeah. we should cover that on here sometime. To see him in that role, it's a show I've only seen like it's one a whole different side of him. I mean, it works; he's damn good. Yeah, but it's definitely different when you're used to seeing him as the geeky little foreign guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: who literally his name is not actually Fez in that yeah. show. It, his Fez actually stands Since for Foreign Exchange student. student. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can pronounce his name, so they just call him Fez.
2: But yeah, I did. I did
0: like his character. I thought it was a really good character. Yes. Like I said, once Donoso left and Torres came in, that dynamic worked between the three, you know, with the four of them, worked perfectly. Yeah. Quinn, that's that other chick's name, Quinn. Yeah, I don't know that chick. Uh, She wasn't there very long. She was only there for that one season. Like, I don't know that chick. Uh, She was actually the trainer at Fletzy, so that she trained all of them. And she used to be a field agent, and then she left the field because of that incident that happened in Philly.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, Gibbs, like, forces her to go back to Philly and re-deal with that situation, and she hated it. And after that, she kind of started skittering, you know, kind of fading out of the show a little bit. But, like, at the end of that season, she leaves to take care of her mom, who is, uh, has Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm Mm-hmm. So she actually leaves to take care of her mom.
2: Yeah, I, like, that also works. I like how there for a little while
0: they wouldn't like let nobody
2: sit at Ziva's desk.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, same with Kate when Ziva first came in. They wouldn't let yeah. Ziva sit at Kate's desk.
2: They wouldn't let nobody sit at that desk for quite a while. Then they eventually let Ziva sit there. Mm-hmm. And then after she let they wouldn't let nobody sit there for a while. Then finally Bishop gets to take the desk. We...
0: But like, Bishop gets pissed off because okay. kids <laughs> <Vince laughs> treats okay. her different. And he said, you want me to treat you the same as I treat everybody else? He goes, quit sitting on the damn floor. He goes, this is for walking or standing. She goes, what? He goes, sit at your fucking d- sit at your desk. You know he wants to sit at your fucking desk, though, yeah. but you can't cuss on CBS. Yeah,
1: fucking CBS. I found that TikTok with Abby, by
0: the way. Uh, but it's Abby that you find out is a real badass. Yeah, yeah. And and it's someone you don't think of because she's so bubbly, but secretly she, like, she tells everybody, like, I'm the only person in the world who can kill you and never leave forensic evidence. Fuck yeah. And then you actually see what she does in some of the episodes. Like, I just recently watched the episode where she, uh, makes knockout gas and knocks everybody out with it to stop people from stealing information off this computer. Yeah. And you know, I was like, that's actually pretty badass. Like, she comes up with everything on the fly. Is that where
2: she's at that, uh, like, other company or whatever? Yeah. Which was that company
0: and to talk to over. whatever?
2: Yeah, he's gets taken over. So, like, she's, like, fucking...
0: So, she sneaks... She sneaks, sneaks around the relationships ...to the to the computer room. And she's in the closet. And she hears them on the other side and what they're saying. And she uses what she has available yeah. in that closet to make Fuck a yeah. very... it's. It's a very smelly gas, so they all run out. Yeah. And she hurries up and she comes out and she uses the computer to call Gibbs. Yeah. Tell Gibbs what's going on. And then locks the computer so they can't access it and then it goes back in the closet. <laughs> <clears throat> so then they gotta find her and she makes a bomb.
2: Yeah, because wasn't the person she was in the room with originally, like, behind it all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's a whistleblower. She's trying to expose the company she <laughs> works for. Yeah. But she ends up Talking about how uh, they're putting too much magnesium in and she has a fire starter in her fucking boot. Yeah. It's Abby, what do you expect? Yeah, Abby is a fucking bad bitch, man. Like you don't realize how much of a badass she is until after she does some, <laughs> some shit like that. Or when she hits that guy with the like you
1: said that was end up being the bad guy, she ends up knocking him out. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about where she goes, Gibbs, can I hit him? talk about how he were like, was erasing the hard drives and shit and just knocks him on his ass.
0: Or like Chip. She found she figured out Chip's the one that uh, framed dinozo And she not only beats him up, she ties him up in her lab. <laughs> they come in and she is sitting in the chair saying, can I work alone now?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's on the floor tied up and duct tape on his mouth.
2: Fucking Abby, man.
0: Because you see her Like she's scared of She's scared of a lot of stuff And she's really bothered And then you see shit like that And you're like Damn
2: I heard her damn farting hippo Yeah <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that hippo Which my sister had by the way I bought it for her for Christmas I found it online <laughs> I
0: bought it for her to But you actually see stuff like that And you're like Damn Like she really is a badass Yeah She really could kill you Without leaving any forensic evidence She was was
2: afraid to go down to the morgue for the longest time.
0: Yeah. Because of her nightmare being locked in the... But there's one she's actually locked in that cooler. And they actually pull her out and she's asleep. Because she realized she had to conserve her oxygen. So she tried to slow her rate of breathing. And she just fell asleep. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, how can you sleep in here? She goes, I sleep in a coffin. (laughs) And like when she's actually hurt and she's back at her apartment and Torres shows up. To like watch over her She uh He walks around He actually sees it He goes You actually sleep in a coffin? He goes I thought that was a joke <laughs> You walk in and be like
2: This bitch is
1: Not lying
2: anymore She'll be like Nah it's not a
0: joke man I fucked in that coffin Like how would you feel If you like walk in Like everybody's told you She sleeps in a coffin But you've never been to her place And you walk in You actually see a coffin What's your first thought? I'd be like what the this, fuck? Bitch. this bitch is crazy <laughs> like immediately you're gonna be like I thought it was a fucking joke <laughs> no it ain't a joke she really does sleep in a coffin mhm <laughs> alright 5 star review on our podcast yes please can't ask enough helps people find us yep uh, reach out to us on twitter at creeptastic nerd Facebook at the Creep Tastic Nerds, yes please. Or Instagram at the Creep Tastic Nerds, hell yeah. Uh, or you can email us at at gmail.com. Uh We you send us your suggestions, we, we'll actually cover them uh, as long as we've seen yeah, them.
2: We can't we can't ask you enough to reach out to us. True that. True I that. We really would like to hear from you.
0: All right, you guys, got anything coming up? I know, me and Jay do. Hey, you guys want to hear something really funny? Okay, so remember how we talked about how I took my my uh, birthday off my facebook and my twitter or my uh snapchat, snapchat right yeah well it got brought up when i was talking to anna one night she goes when is your birthday i was like in a couple of months <laughs> i wouldn't tell her when she still has no idea what my birthday is <laughs> she was really i was like i took it off my facebook so you can't find it there and it won't pop up on my snapchat <laughs> she goes why i was like i don't really celebrate my birthday She goes, oh, you're one of them. I was like, no, no, it's not like that. It's like, in my family, birthdays just weren't really that big of a thing. Like, for you, yes, dad and your mom made it a big deal for you.
1: No, my mom did. Dad was just like...
0: My mom, after the age of 10, the most you might have gotten was a cake and a happy birthday. That was it. So... Like, when everybody else is having Sweet 16 parties and stuff like that. I didn't have any of that stuff. So, for me, birthdays really aren't that important. Yeah. I make a big deal for my kids. But, up to a certain age, because, like, with, like, Bree, Bree's birthday's in the middle of the winter. Man, to have a party for her is fucking expensive because it has to be inside. So, you have to find somewhere to do it. And then nobody wants to get out because it's the middle of winter, and usually fucking snow, you mm, know yeah. that. So nobody wants to get out in that shit. So nobody show up at the parties. So I'll be spending all this money to have like five people there. <coughs> <coughs> well, what's the point? So I quit with her. Uh, Lexi, her birthday is August thirty first. What's three? What's what? Three days later, usually Labor Day. Not to mention, by that time they're back in school. Yeah, mm-hmm. but even then, Labor Day's usually that that week, that next weekend. So nobody, every area has plans, and Peyton's birthday is the third of September. So Courtney always held Peyton's birthday party on her birthday, and like our family, for some weird reason, would go to her party but not come to Lexi's. So after a while, it was like. Were you having a party for nobody showing up? So we'd have five or six people there. So I was like, Man, forget that. With Abel, it's a little bit different because you know, Cole and Megan have kids now, so guess what? Their kids are always going to be there. Uh, Leanne, her, she usually brings her kids. Uh, I try to go to all her kids' stuff. The problem is a lot of times I'm fucking working or. I'll get my dates mixed up. I oh, know She sends me invites all the time, but I, I'm, always usually, I'm always usually working when
2: they have stuff going on. Uh,
0: a lot of times, it's I get my dates mixed up. I'll think it's one day, and it'll be the it'll be the exact opposite day. And so I'll, I'll completely, I'll just get, simply just get my dates mixed up.
2: Yeah, but me, it's, I'm always working. Like, every time that she has, like, something for her kids that I'm invited to, I have to work that day. I'm always at work. It never fails. Uh, I always put maybe just in case I might get the chance to be able to go, but usually I'm at work.
0: So like, you know this this past year, you know like I invited Alice. Abel's not super close to Alice, but he has played with Alice, even though she's a lot younger than him. When we were here at your house, and he was here with me, she, he played with Alice. He had no problem with that, and he enjoyed having her there. And Amanda enjoyed coming just to see her daughter Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but there's but my point is for for him. More, more of my friends have kids that he knows.
2: Not that Alice has anything to do with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: she, she I don't know like why she's so scared of you. I still don't know that. And like his last birthday party, I did invite Anna and her kids. The problem is she was working, so. You know,
2: kinda her kids kind of can't come. That's the downfall, man. <clears throat> All of us are always working, man. Mm-hmm. But like she and was telling me, like, so. for
0: her family, you know, birthdays are a big deal. And it's like, you know... Like I said, with my mom, they just weren't a big deal. Like, we still tried to do a little something for my birthday. Like, last year, we were going to go to Comic-Con, and then I had to be on quarantine. Mm Yeah. So, you know, it just wasn't really a big deal. Uh, And every other year before that, I don't really get anything, so... And hell, there was one year, like, me, Jay, and Alex actually planned to do something for my birthday. Like, we planned it, like, what, a month in advance, we're like, hey, we should go fishing for my birthday. Then we then we realized my birthday fell on Easter. Well, I got kids, so you know, hey, you gotta do the Easter thing in the morning. So we're like, no, no, we'll go. We'll still go fishing. We'll go like late afternoon, go fishing. And then I had then I'd listen to Andrew bitch at me, bitch at me, bitch at me, me. say so I was being selfish because I was going fishing instead of spending Easter with my kids. And it's like it is still my birthday. Yeah. Like I can't do anything like that for my birthday. Well, you should have done it yesterday, but yesterday wasn't my birthday. Like we had a great time fishing. We didn't catch anything, but we had a great time fucking <laughs> around with each other. <laughs> so like this year, me and Jay were like and I was talking to Jay I was like, hey, you know we should go to see Fantastic Beasts three for my birthday. Yeah, because it comes out the fifteenth. Which is Parker's birthday, by the way. Mm-hmm. It comes out that day, so we just don't go see it for you know until before my, before my birthday. But I did find out. Look, it goes. Parker's birthday is on the fifteenth. Right. Eugene's birthday is the twenty-first. Cole and Becca's birthday is the twenty-second. My birthday is the twenty-fourth. <laughs> so it is boom, boom, boom. All just back-to-back back no, like it's that. No, it's
1: bum-bum-bum, a two-day pause, then boom.
0: Uh, but, yeah, I I, I definitely think that would be a great for idea. If he'd actually watched the Fantastic Beasts movies, he could come. <laughs> but it's getting him to actually watch something we wanted to watch.
2: I know, but Yeah, I don't
0: want to watch shit. Y'all want me to watch, and I do it. Because, like, we talked to him saying, Hey, look, man, you need to watch the Maze Runner so we can cover it on here. He still hasn't watched the Maze Runner movies. How do you know? Really? Have you watched them, Tyler? No. (laughs) How about the Divergent series? Because we talked about that, too. Have you watched any of them? Nope. Have you watched any of... uh, What's that other movie we were talking about? The Purge.
1: Yes, I've watched The Purge. Holy
0: shit. The only things I have left on this
2: list here that we haven't done yet is Purge. We've done some of Star Wars and Star Trek.
0: Uh
1: Oh, I don't know if you guys heard about this. They're making a Twister too.
0: Yeah, we talked about it last time.
1: Oh, I, it ain't going to feel right without Bill Paxton, but having Helen Hunt in there kind of makes it even that out.
0: Yeah, we talked about that last time. Done wild on
2: the earth. We, we're going to cover Riverdale when I'm done with that. And then conspiracy But I, I was
1: watching the trailer for that, and I go, it would have been funny as fuck if she had got another version of her truck. We
0: did cover conspiracy theories. Did we? Yeah. Very little. Then we did that one. And then we did, like said, went on our... Yeah. I know. I crossed that uh, one out. Then we talked about The Hobbit. No. You say no?
1: I have not seen it.
0: Exactly. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Bits and pieces. That was some ass movies though. Like don't don't try to watch any of the movies. Like don't try to watch all three of the trilogy. Like them two trilogies. Don't don't try to watch them all back to back. Because
1: there goes by the day of your life.
0: Yes. And by the time you hit that third one, you're tired of sitting there. Watch them within a week, so you know what the fuck's going on, but. I just put Hobbit Socks Lord of the Rings. Uh, then we still have, what, six and seven of Harry Potter?
1: I believe so. Oh, I have something I wanted to mention because I, I was just recently watching Aquaman after watching a TikTok, to See If It's True. Um, Annabelle, no, it's, seven, it's seven and eight. Annabelle is an Aquaman. Oh, yeah? The porcelain doll? Yeah, sitting next to a broken chair.
0: Nice.
1: I'm like, wait, wait, wait! I watched this movie once before. Didn't notice that. Then I see it on the TikTok, and I go, what "The fucking mean." Go back the and watch it. Fantastic Beasts
0: movies cover too.
1: I'm Just gonna write down how many fucking failures I haven't watched yet.
0: Dude, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them are great movies. They're yeah. actually really good. And there's enough shit happening in it; it would keep your attention. Yeah. Like the second one, you're you're more questioning. Cause you're like, what the fuck? how does this make any sense yeah cause the first one actually covers more of the Fantastic Beast thing but the second one really doesn't cover Fantastic Beast, it covers Grindelwald and they still got two more movies that's gotta come out
2: yeah the last one we, the last part we did was Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince
0: yeah so 7 and 8 would be the, cause we're, since we're only covering the movies 7 and 8 would be the next cool. two
2: the movies and you talk about the bugs yeah
0: Did we ever cover Twilight? Nope. No, we did not. Well, there's another topic we could do. And, and you've read the books, haven't you? I've listened to the books. I've never actually read them. i listened to them. I've read the books and watched movies. He's probably seen the movies. So oh, Hunger I've
2: games. games. I've read the books and
0: watched the movies. I've watched the movies. I've never read the books. I have, Dude, I, I actually watched have the that.
1: first Hunger Games movie, and then I've seen the Starving Game, which is the parody of it. I oh, actually, my I God. actually
0: had the Hunger Games book series,
2: and it has the fourth book, the new book, in it. You know what
0: books? You know what book series we should all actually collectively read? It's Percy Jackson.
1: You're gonna make me read? They're kids' books, man. <laughs> you you can't handle a fucking YA novel. Okay, I can. It's just I'm in the middle of reading the book as it is, and I can't even get a chance to My read that right now. My brother
2: might actually have those books.
1: Uh, Damon did and left them in the closet, and condensation got onto him And I went to try to pull the covers apart. Yeah, you're ripping the covers off if you do that. I,
0: I just think it'd be a really cool thing to do, and I'm listening to another podcast that's covering them. Like, don't, we're obviously not going to go through like he does. Like, we might be able to get an episode out of a book or so. In this chapter. Like, he does actually go chapter by chapter. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's the guy that did Potterless. Oh, God. He's now, he's kind of reached his end on Potterless. It's technically still has it going, but it's, he releases like one or two episodes a month. Compared to four episodes a month. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry, I'm trying to organize. See, my brother it. might actually have the series. Yeah, I'm sorry for all the noises. I'm trying to organize. And then we can do. Oh, let me it, uh, Series
0: working. of Unfortunate the TV sh- like the show, the Netflix show, which is great if y'all haven't watched I it. I have watched it. It's phenomenal. Uh, I've seen the movie. Yes, the From Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. And then we can kind of compare them to. Hello, hello, to, hello. I've actually
1: listened. Why are to you the so, audiobooks so much louder? It?
2: Because I read into my mic.
1: <laughs> I'm also into
0: my mic, Jay. And then, uh...
2: Because I'm going to sound louder than you than you're going to sound to yourself. True that. Because you sound it louder than me than I sound to myself
0: when I'm talking.
1: Well, switch headphones and you can hear how loud you are.
0: <clears throat> uh, But yeah, like I said, we do, like, let me I've I've actually listened to the audio books. I've never actually read the books. Like, there's stuff we can't actually do that wouldn't be hard for us to do. Like, I almost bet you guys could binge all of Lemony Snicket within a, within a weekend. Because when you start, it just kinda, you just kind of keep going. You don't want to stop. <laughs> I said, I'm in season four of Riverdale now. So. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So, sweet, you
1: sweet. seen the very first episode or that. that had, season four, yeah. That how'd was you sad. Feel, how, I was going to say, how would you feel about that?
2: That was sad. <laughs>
1: That was one of them episodes when and I watched it. I like it. how they
2: did it though. It was really well really of like well the, done.
1: Yeah, like instead of the parade it was for 4th of July. And I like the fact
2: that they did have uh,
1: Sharon Doherty or Sharon Doherty or whoever Yeah, Sharon Doherty
2: show up for that part just because her and Luke Perry were, were really close. close. Because they did hundred uh, two 90210 together and have been really close friends since. So they had, the fact that they had her show up and she was supposed to be the woman that he saved. That was really cool. It was
1: weird, though, because I was watching Charmed, and I was watching Riverdale, like, because I had set it up to watch Charmed one day and Riverdale the other. And I was watching it, and I go, it's really weird not seeing her fucking just do this and fucking throw a guy right now instead of her crying about Luke Perry. I'm like, eh.
2: It was really cool that they had her come in and say a prayer for he went inside the road with them all.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to say this, Tyler. You watch some of that stuff that we're, that we're talking about, and I'll actually sit I and watch Charmed
1: oh shit okay
0: i've ne- I've never watched charmed i've tried i don't like it i fucking hate that show i'll watch it hey you hey, hey. You know, like it. to make it
1: easier i own it on dvd i don't have a dvd player dude use your xbox and or playstation i don't have dude.
0: either you, what the fuck i'm sorry tyler i don't live with my parents where i can afford to waste my money uh i didn't buy the xbox so i got a ps3 hey hey guess what I don't have a parent that buys me stuff like that. I, got, I didn't hey, expect him hey, to hey, buy
2: me that. I got PS3 and PS4 and I didn't pay for either one.
0: Cause you got it for Christmas.
2: My, my, my parents bought I got PS3 my Xbox for Christmas. for Christmas. And my sister bought me the PS 4 Okay.
0: And what did I get for Christmas that right year?
1: I don't even fucking remember. A hoodie.
2: <laughs> and actually my PS3. You and
1: Damon doesn't. got Xbox Ones.
0: I got a hoodie.
2: Actually my would you like
1: a, P- a PS4 just to make a feel better? Yes! Actually, yes, you uh, would! <laughs> I want the PS4 now. I want the PS5. You can't get them anymore? That one rotation they did was the only rotation they said they were going to do? That's because they're already working on 6. So then there's no point getting the goddamn 5!
0: And actually, they're, they're going to make more. It's just... They're having issues getting the chips.
1: Again, again. Get the 4... Wait for the six, get the six, and wait for the five. Come out and get the five. Then you have four through six.
2: I had the three and the four. I need the five and the six. Then I have them all. <laughs> all
1: right.
0: Five now have podcast. On I can't ask enough for that. Reach out to us on Twitter at Tastic Nerd. Yes, please. Uh, Facebook and Instagram at the Nerds, Or you can email us at creeptasticnerd We'll be back with you guys next get week. Peace.